Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Good morning. I am so happy to be here with you today, and I have a really fun topic for us to talk about in today's podcast, and that is manifesting your art career using law of attraction and the law of assumption. And I went back and forth for a while about doing an episode about this because it is a little bit more like woo-woo and um, my podcast episodes are typically really grounded in um, business practices and psychology. And um, some people think that the law of attraction is a little bit just like totally out there. But um, I actually have been finding a lot of success using these principles. So I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to talk about this because it's been making a big difference in my life. And some of you guys might be into it. But it will get a little bit more um, unusual for this podcast, and it will get a little bit more personal. I'm going to be sharing some of my personal stories, things that I've manifested, and also the ways that I manifest. So if you're not into this kind of stuff, this may not be the episode for you, but if you are, um, I definitely recommend, you know, just listening and learning and um yeah, and I I know I also just want to say I'm not like the expert on this topic. I have been experimenting with it this year and I've just seen so much so much difference in my art career that I just uh, keep on using it. So <laughs> I'm going to talk more about that later, but first of all, what is the law of attraction? So many of you guys have heard this because it was a best-selling book a couple of years ago called The Secret. So you may have seen that. It was really popular, a bestseller. Um, They also came out with a documentary called The Secret. Um, I think it's called The Secret or The Law of Attraction. I don't know. But um, I did watch it. It's kind of cheesy, but but the, uh, the message of it is really interesting, really good. And, um, and so what is it? So the law of attraction to my understanding is basically the idea that your thoughts shape your life and that they attract to you the things that you're thinking about and the ideas that you're thinking about and that you will come in contact with these things that you're thinking about all the time eventually. It's not like an instant process, although sometimes it can be. But um, So that's the idea behind the law of attraction and the law of assumption. So I just learned about the law of assumption like a couple of months ago. So it's a little bit different than the law of attraction, although they're definitely related. But the law of assumption is basically when you pretend that you already are that person 
who has that thing that you desire. And this can look like many different ways, but I like to think of it as like being an actor or an actress. So you you basically take on the role of somebody who already has the thing that you desire, like an amazing art career. So you take on that role of somebody who already has that, even though you may not have experienced that yet in your, um, in your physical reality. So you just like, you act like it, you think like it, um, and you know, you take steps to become that person. So they do kind of like work together. I, I like to think of the law of attraction as more like your vibe, like your, um, you know how you walk into a room and you can kind of just like tell people's energy as you walk into a room. Um, it's like, oh, I kind of want to talk to that person. I'm kind of like vibing with her. And usually after like talking to somebody for like a minute or two, you're like, um, I don't want to talk to that person anymore. Or, wow, this is like so amazing. We're really connecting. So every person definitely has like their own kind of energy to them. And that's influenced by just their personality that they're born with, but then also like all their life experiences. And then also a lot of it is the way that they cultivate their own understanding of life and how much self-development they do and um, how open they are to other people. Um, You know, just like how much light they allow into their life and how much forgiveness work they've done and um, how much openness they have. So, so yeah, um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you walk into a party and you can, you feel like you want to talk to some people. You don't want to talk to other people. Every person has like a very different flavor, very different vibe. We all come from such wildly different backgrounds and that's like the beauty of life, right? We are this beautiful kaleidoscope of humanity and, um, and it's, it's a great thing that we're all so different, but everybody has their own energy. And I like to think of the law of attraction as like an energy thing and like a thought thing. And then the law of assumption is also a thought thing, but it's, it's mostly, it's more of like a faith thing. Like the, the law of assumption to me is more about believing that you are this person and believing that you already have this thing before you actually have it. So that's why, to me, the law of assumption feels very like an exercise in faith and um, also kind of like being an actor or an actress. Um, So I take acting classes sometimes, and it is very similar, actually. So when I'm playing a certain role, um, like I'm, I'm playing a character and... The, the goal is to kind of lose yourself in that character, right? So you're basically like a channel for that character to come out. So you do as much research as you can about that character. So if I were to be playing somebody very different from myself, then I would, I would do lots of research into, well, what is this character's motivations? What do they want? And, you know, what do they enjoy doing in their spare time? And you know, how are they working to make their dreams a possibility? Um, what do they love? Um, how do they dress? How do they act? How do they, you know, how do they move through the world? You know, what are, what are their beliefs about themselves? So you think about like the, the really broad scope of what makes up this character of this person that you're portraying as an actor. And 
And if you do that correctly, you're going to be totally absorbed into the role and you are going to express not yourself, but that character through you. And it's really magical. And that's how some of the best actors and actresses have made such amazing performances that we all enjoy. So that's basically the law of assumption. And another way I think of the law of attraction is, so think about high school. (laughs) So if you went to high school, then you know that like there were different cliques. There's different like groups of people, different groups of friends. So like at the lunch table, you see, maybe you see like all the jocks hang out together. Um, And then you maybe at another table, you see like all the goth girls are just like hanging out together. And then at another table, you have like um, the nerds or whatever. And um, like there's, there's all these different groups that are drawn to each other and they're drawn to each other because they have a similar energy. So if, if you are somebody who expresses himself as a goth, something like that, then if you go to school and you, you walk into a lunchroom and you don't know anybody, you're going to go to the group of people that looks like you, that feels like you, because you feel like you'll be accepted and you feel comfortable with who they are. So the same thing with law of attraction is that if you put out a certain vibe into the world, and I would even say specifically into the art world, because we're talking about our art careers here. Um, if you put out that certain energy into the art world through your work, through your social media posts, through your physical presence at exhibitions, um, whatever else you put out into the world, whatever energy that is, you are going to be drawn to other similar energy places, people, organizations. And likewise, if you are on their wavelength, those people, places, organizations, galleries, opportunities are also going to be drawn to you like, like a moth to a flame. This episode is sponsored by the Luminary Artist Academy. The Luminary Artist Academy is a six-month self-paced transformational course for contemporary realist feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach. And I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive, detailed, step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. 
This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows, press celebrating your work, and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. So, yeah, they, they definitely work together, the law of assumption and the law of attraction. Um, I'm finding, I'm, I'm more interested in the law of assumption right now. I think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit more powerful because it does involve more action and more intention, which I think has been really speeding up my manifestations. <laughs> so anyway, I heard about the law of attraction a couple of years ago. I read the book and I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, it makes sense. And it's kind of just like, I don't know, it's kind of common sense to me if if you kind of take away all like the magical words and everything, it kind of is just common sense. Like you think a certain way and then your thoughts make you act a certain way. And when you act a certain way, you are going to then create a certain kind of life. And that all springs from your thoughts. So that's just common sense to me. Um, And, you know, it also was interesting because I've experienced some things that kind of defy explanation before, um, like when I've texted somebody at the same exact time that they text me and like we haven't spoken in months, you know, stuff like that is like, that's too weird, right? (laughs) Like that's, um, that's like beyond just coincidence. So I do believe that there's something that we haven't figured out yet about how people connect to each other beyond just like words and physical actions. I do think that there's something else that science just hasn't caught up to yet, perhaps. But um, yeah, I I do believe um, people use these laws without knowing it as well. And it's not like the authors who wrote about this, the law of attraction, it's not like they invented it. Um, I think people have been doing stuff like this for centuries, but if you use it intentionally, I think it can be really powerful. So one example I can think of is um, the law of assumption. So I feel like my sister used this in preparing for her baby. So I noticed it because I was learning about all this stuff. And I noticed that, you know, over the summer, she was like preparing to have a baby. And obviously the baby was not there yet. She was pregnant. You know, the baby was coming, but we didn't know what he looked like. And, you know, we didn't know anything about who this child would be. And 
you know, he, he wasn't safely born yet. Like everything was still up in the air, but she, you know, she prepared the nursery, all these clothes, um, you know, all these toys, like this beautiful space for him to be received into and, um, just like totally prepared, totally prepared for this little child. And, I just noticed it like, wow, this is like such an exercise in faith. And this is such a perfect example of the law of assumption because she's acting like he's basically already there and she's preparing like he's already there. And, um, and then the baby came and everything was great. And he's like the cutest thing ever. And, um, now, you know, she uses all those things every day, like all the little clothes and, um, he, you know, it's just so cute, but, but that's just such a perfect example of the law of assumption. And those of you who are mothers or fathers who have had children, you understand this. Like it's such an act of faith to prepare for a child. Um, in another way, I used the law of assumption last year during 2021 to help me to reach my goal of exhibiting in more museums. And I remember making this intention very clearly at the beginning of 2021. I was like, I want to show in museums this year. That's like my biggest goal. I want to show in museums. And two of the museums that I showed at, I didn't even have to do anything. They literally emailed me out of the blue. And, you know, that's really powerful. And that's, that's one of those circumstances that's like, um, you know, that's just beyond coincidence to me because I didn't actually seek those opportunities out. Um, now I was applying for shows at museums constantly, like all during the whole year. And some of them I was rejected from, and then two of them I was accepted into. And then, um, the two, two of them just like wrote to me and these were ones I hadn't even thought of. And then, another one. So it, it was five museums. If you count the, um, the Delaware art museum, which helped to promote the new pre-Raphaelites and spoke at our exhibition, it wasn't actually an exhibition at their museum, but they were heavily involved. So, um, and that also just came with absolutely almost no effort of mine. Like, um, I, I told this story before in a previous podcast episode, but I was at a pop-up show fully shown up. A collector came in. He bought several of my pieces. This is someone I've never met before. He said, oh my goodness, I love your work. It reminds me of the pre-Raphaelites. I'm on the board of the new, um, the Delaware Art Museum. I should connect you to them. And I said, you know what? I'm helping to curate a show called the new pre-Raphaelites. Do you believe it? And like that, that's just like the most amazing divine timing that I could ever think of. And, um, and that all goes back to my intention of like showing with more, more museums and just kind of elevating my art. So, so I used it at the beginning of that year. I had, I didn't have any of these opportunities yet. I didn't know if I would exhibit in any museums, but I acted in faith. Um, you can say the law of assumption. You can also say faith. And I began creating work that I felt like could be exhibited in a museum that was museum quality that I would be proud to exhibit in a museum. You know, things that I felt were very high quality. Um, I took longer to create these pieces. 
I put more of myself into them. I finished them to a higher level. I worked larger. Um, I did all of these things that pointed in the direction of a higher level that I wanted to get my art to. And by doing that, I think that I put myself on a higher energetic plane that really helped to attract and match those opportunities to me, whether I applied to them or they came to me. It doesn't really matter. But, um, but yeah, so that's a great uh, example of the law of assumption, how I use that specifically in my art career last year to do that. So how do I do it? Okay, so this is, and again, I'm not an expert here. I'm just sharing with you what has worked for me so far and what I'm going to continue doing. But my preferred way is by using affirmation tracks. I've made a lot of my own. Um, and an affirmation track is just basically like statements that you read to yourself that kind of like reprogram your mind to believe new things that are, that are true for you. For instance, um, you know, I exhibit in the top galleries in the world, something like that. Or um, if, if, if that produces a negative response in you, if you're like, no, I don't, you know, that's a lie, then you can do things like, um, you know, I make beautiful artwork or um, people want to work with me. People buy my work. Like you don't have to have like a crazy affirmation like I'm a zillionaire or something like that. You can just have things that feel good. And I think it's even more powerful if it's things that you feel are true. Like I am talented. I love creating my artwork. The right people and places are attracted to me as I create my work. Stuff like that. Um, so... Yeah, so my preferred way is using these affirmation tracks that I make for myself and also imagining what I want to happen and assuming it already happened or it's about to happen. So thinking it's about to happen is, I think it's equally as potent because then you start preparing for that thing to happen. <laughs> like, like the museum show. For instance, I'm preparing for a solo show this summer. And um, I'm preparing for it like it's like a show at the Whitney or something. Like I want it to be really spectacular, really amazing. I want it to really elevate my work. I want my work to elevate every year. But um, so I'm preparing for that right now. And I, I have full faith that the opportunities that are meant for me are going to, you know, come to me as, as, it, as the time is right, you know. So, um yeah. So imagining what you want to happen and assuming it has already happened or is about to happen. So the affirmation tracks and then basically just like daydreaming about what you want to happen and then believing that it's possible for you. Because this is where a lot of people get stuck when they're thinking about manifestation is that they will they'll imagine what they want to happen and then they'll it'll make them feel depressed because they actually don't believe it's possible for them. So this is why so many people give up on their dreams because they feel that it's too painful to actually have that hope and then to get disappointed. So I think the trick is like really believing that it's possible for you, like suspending your disbelief for a moment and just imagining if all of your dreams could come true. 
And then what you have to do is really let them go. Like you got to let it go. And the way that I do this is by thinking like, it'll be this or something better, you know, because uh, sometimes you don't get exactly what you want. And then eventually you get something better. You know what I mean? So you have to let it go and realize that um, you were given these desires for a reason. I truly believe like we were not born here on earth just to, you know, lay around and not do anything and just think, well, this is as good as it gets, you know, like we were given free will. We were given um, our, our talents and our desires and the desire to flourish, really. Because um, if you think about like a tree, okay, this is a great analogy. If you think about a tree as it grows up in the forest, that tree, its only desire is to like become like grow into the most flourishing, tallest, healthiest tree it can possibly be. Like, and that is its desire. And that is a good desire. We should have that desire. Like we were given this life so that we can flourish. Um, so, and, and for those of you who may feel guilty about the idea of like you being successful, you being flourishing. Um, so, I had a I had a friend who was um really you know not really depressed about the idea of um you know the environment and how much how much trouble we're in in the environment and um to the point where she couldn't focus on much else and it was like very dis you know it it caused her a lot of distress and we were talking I was like well um so what was the so so what is the most so, so if you could solve this whole problem of like plastic and, you know, pollution and everything, what would be the goal of that? And the goal of that is really so that everyone on earth and also future generations can enjoy and flourish to their highest potential on earth, right? So, so every person is important, right? The ones in the future generation and the ones here. And, um, and really, it's, that's so that those people can live happy and fulfilled lives. But aren't you just as important as everyone else? Of course. You know, we're all, we're all worthy of, you know, happiness and life and love and, um, and success and flourishing, and so for you to put attention on your own happiness, your own flourishing, your own success, it actually raises the possibility of everyone on earth um, and inspires everyone on earth, you know? So it's not selfish of you to be happy. In, in fact, I think it's one of the most unselfish things that you can do because when you are happy, when you're flourishing and fulfilled, you are going to inspire so many other people around you and also you'll be able to give so much more you know Um, if you're a successful artist and you make like billions of dollars how much good can you do for the world how much could you donate to charities you know so um so it's it's a good desire to flourish especially if you're coming from that energy of service um okay so (laughs) i don't know how i got off topic here but Let's see, where, where was I? Okay, so, so manifestation. We're talking about manifestation. So 
yes, some people feel like, oh, it's too much like emphasis on myself. And, you know, service is definitely a part of it. But it's not just about making things happen for you. It's also about becoming the kind of person who these things naturally happen for. So this is why I kind of like the law of assumption idea better because when you're thinking about the law of assumption, you're literally acting like the kind of person who these things naturally happen for. If you want to show with like a great gallery, um, it probably is not going to happen unless you are assuming the identity and the actions of somebody who is a great artist. So if you never make any art, but you just think about exhibiting at a gallery all the time, it probably won't happen because you're not taking on that identity and taking on those actions to produce those works eventually that will match to that energy of that gallery, you know? So it's about becoming the kind of person who these things naturally happen for. I also just want to say that in the past, I've been very impatient with like thinking about manifestation, like, oh, you know, I want it to happen now. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are like that. They're like, well, I've, I've done this amazing painting and now I'm ready. And, um, and, you know, things will happen when you are ready. And I've heard people say like things happen like in your physical reality when like 99% of the work is done like within you and within your world. So not to get like too caught up ahead of yourself and not to get discouraged like it's never going to happen. Like if you keep on, keep on keeping on, something will eventually happen. Like an opportunity will come up um, or something magical will happen where you will see that harvest of all of your work, all of your thoughts. Um, So do you need any action? So a common belief in the law of attraction community is that you don't need any action in order to make your dreams come true. You can just like think of something and then you'll get it if you believe it hard enough. (laughs) Um, And you know what? I, my beliefs have been a little bit challenged with this because I have been I have experienced some instant manifestations this month, which has been crazy, but they've been small. They've been things like, um, I was out one day and I was like, man, I really want to get this specific brand of shampoo. And I was thinking about it and I turned the corner and I wasn't, it wasn't like I was out shopping. I was out for, um, I was taking a class and it was like a break for the class. And I, I walked around the corner and I just thought about this shampoo that I, I wanted to get. I haven't gotten it in years. And I was like, I want to get that again. I turned around the corner. There was a shop with that exact brand of shampoo right there in the window. I was like, what? That's crazy. Um, and then another thing that happened recently is I went to a networking event. And I put, I put an intention. I actually wrote it in my journal that I wanted to have networking events host events in my uh, studio space as I think that would be a really great way to like build my collector base and so I put it out there into my journal and um, I went to this networking event and one of the first people that I met there um, he suggested after we talked for a little bit he's like hey I run all these networking groups and you know you're an artist do you have a studio space I would love to host some events in your space 
and we talked all about it. And, um, so we're going to like host some events in my space. Isn't that amazing? And I didn't even have to bring it up. Like somebody else brought it up. So, but I, I will say I did have to do something about it because I, I attended that networking event. So I, you know, I bought the ticket for it. I drove there. I spoke with people and now I'm going to have to follow up via email, you know, just to get the ball rolling. But, um, so, so action is definitely needed, but it will feel like natural and easy when you're on that wavelength. So you don't want to force it. So, um, yeah, I, I do get instant manifestations sometimes, but every, everything requires a little bit of effort. I mean, unless you just like lay in bed all day. (laughs) Um, but usually I do need to get some action going to get the result that I want. The key is not forcing things and instead taking inspired action. So how do you know that it's inspired? So for me, when this, this is, this is how I feel like it's inspired when it feels like the next logical step or when you literally can't wait to do this thing that you want to do, or when you feel excited to do it, when you feel led to do it, when you're feeling a sense of like reception to it and um, excitement, openness, and like, like you want to do this. Um, like I wanted to go to that networking event. I was excited to go to it. And um, yeah, and so, so for the pop-up event, for instance, as well, I was excited to do that pop-up event. And when, when that, um, the museum contact came to me, so taking inspired action, how to tell if it's inspired is basically, if you're really excited to do it, then do it. You know, when you're feeling a sense of reception to it and excitement and a feeling like you're inspired and like an elated feeling. So for instance, I used to try to force things to happen in the art world. So I would like target galleries I would like write to them. I would show up at different places and like give them my, um, I would like give them like samples of my work, but this never worked actually because it, it creates a weird energy because you are really chasing and you're not attracting because you're, you're saying you have something that I want. I don't have it. And I'm going to chase you until you give me what I want. And it's, it's an energy of like forcing, um, it's like, it's like, um, it's like an annoying guy who like, <laughs> just like pesters you to go out with them continually and like, doesn't take no for an answer. It's a weird energy, right? Whereas if he were just like, um, if you were just like a nice guy and like, maybe, um, just talked to you and like, wasn't trying to force things, maybe you would naturally like him, you know? So, um, I'm, I give that example because people who run galleries are just people and energy between people is a real thing and you want a equal respectful energy in whatever whatever kind of business relationship that you end up in in the art world so and part of that is like knowing that what you have as an artist is valuable and knowing that you are the one that has the valuable thing you know, without art, then galleries would like not even exist. Museums as well. So you have a really valuable thing. And like knowing that at your core being really helps to attract like a really healthy um, partnership 
in the art world. Whereas if you chase it, it just actually repels the thing that you're chasing. So instead, taking on the assumption that of course people want to work with you and that the thing that you are manifesting is happening. So I have a friend um, that I went to school with and <laughs> he actually made this event um, a couple years ago and it was a Facebook event for 10 years in the future and it was for his retrospective at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Now, I know this person and he was nowhere near at that time like um, having a retrospective at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, but I just, I loved that and it stuck out to me because it was so, um, it was very much a law of assumption move and it just showed like an incredible faith that like, you know what, this is going to happen and um, I'm putting it out there and it gives your mind something to work towards because your mind loves a subconscious goal to like work towards and it will guide you towards the situations and people that are going to help you get there. So, all right, so here's an example. Let's say that you want to work with a specific gallery. Instead of calling them up all the time, asking them to show your work and just pestering them or like showing up at their exhibitions and having like your portfolio under your arm and like, you know, being desperate for them, <clears throat> what can you do instead? So you can, first of all, believe that it's already yours. Believe it's already yours. So that part is the, um, is the law of attraction. And then taking the actions, which is like the law of assumption. Now, what actions would you take if you were having a show with them, like this summer? Take that action now. Like make the work. Make the work that you would exhibit in that show. Prepare for the thing that you want as if you already had it. And then maybe attend some of their exhibitions because if they're representing you, then wouldn't you be friends with them? Wouldn't you, you know, want to show some support to your colleagues? So become friends with the owner, you know, and pretend he already loves and represents your work. Pretend he already loves it. Now don't be delusional and like talk to him like he represents your work, but but your your um attitude towards him should be confident that he already loves your work. That's what I'm saying. Like the vibe will be there. Um, so this energy will infuse all your interactions. And because this saying is very true, good luck is when preparedness meets opportunity. It will either be that gallery or another opportunity, something better. Because if you make all this work and you're you know, really vibing high and really believing that you deserve this, then yes, that gallery will happen for you or another gallery will happen for you or a museum or some other opportunity that is equal to the amount of energy that you're putting into this. Um, so yeah, act as if you already had it basically. So oftentimes it is something better that comes along, for instance, a different gallery on another level because we get so focused that on that one thing that we put it on a pedestal. For instance, like, I, I have to show this one gallery. It's the only gallery worth showing at. And anything we put on a pedestal, we feel we are beneath it, right? But oftentimes another opportunity comes along that we haven't put on a pedestal that is even better for us. Maybe we haven't even heard of this thing, but it's actually better. 
and that it comes in easier because we don't have any resistance to it and we don't feel like they're better than us. So we don't have any resistance. They don't, they don't feel the energy that you're trying to chase them down and they, they value you more because of that, just human nature. And so it comes in easier for you. So it may take a little while for the physical world to catch up, but eventually I promise you it will. It's kind of like a large ship. So imagine like a big ship, like the Titanic. So picture the Titanic and it's like chugging along, like going really fast, like in the middle of the ocean. And then let's say that it decides to change direction. So if you try to go immediately backwards, it's not going to go backwards immediately, like in like five seconds, it's not going to happen. It actually needs to slow down first and the propellers need to stop. And even, even once the propellers stop, the ship will keep going in that direction because of the momentum that it has and all the weight behind it. So think of that as like all of your old limiting beliefs and all of your old um, things that have held you back into the space that you're in right now. Um, so all of those old beliefs, old limiting patterns, they, they continue, the momentum continues until you basically stop it and, and switch directions. But even when you stop it and switch directions, there is a bit of a time lag, I've experienced anyway, where you don't see any movement first. So you don't see any movement, you don't see any movement, and then all of a sudden you start to see these little things start to happen, like um, maybe a gallery likes your Instagram post, and maybe um, another day um, somebody buys a sketch or something, and you, you start to see these little things that are popping up that are like, they're like little encouragements along your journey to success, and that is when the the engine starts turning in the other direction and it starts, you know, slowly. And then you have to build up a momentum again in a different direction. And so, so that time lag is there, but eventually, you know, you'll start chugging along and you'll start really picking up speed into the direction that you really want to go in. And eventually you'll have tons of opportunities, so many that you're, you'll have to turn them down. So, yeah, it's all about the momentum and anything is possible. I do believe that. Um, but you do have to be patient. And for me, the toughest thing was faith. So, um, so like believing, believing in things before you can see them, really. Um, so I am um, religious and I do, my faith is really important to me. And I actually feel like learning about these things, like the law of attraction and the law of assumption has actually helped to strengthen my faith because it put it into different kind of terms, like terms that it really applied to my real life immediately. And, um, you know, working towards something that you don't know is going to manifest, like working towards it without seeing any results first, until you see the result, it's kind of like a miracle. So it actually has helped to really strengthen my own faith. And, um, and yeah, so as artists, I feel like we all naturally do the law of attraction and law of assumption 
without knowing it as we create our artworks because what we're doing is we're creating something out of nothing. So we are, we are creating an, an art piece from our own minds, from our own brains. And it doesn't exist except for our, in our minds. And we take all these materials and we create with our action and we create this piece that is um, a manifestation of our thoughts directly. And so we naturally do this every day as artists. So I'm just asking you to think a little bit bigger. So extend your art practice to include your art career, things that you want to experience in your art career. And, um, and think about how your vibe can really attract that for you. So yeah. Um, the other thing, oh, you know what else I, I manifested recently? Um, the Luminary Artist Academy. Being a full-time artist, being in four museums, um, a, a bunch of other like smaller stuff. But so the Luminary Artist Academy, I feel like I manifested that because I created it. And I remember saying to my friends, like as I was creating it, I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to buy this. <laughs> like, what if no one buys it and no one sees my, my greatest fear was like nobody's seeing it because there's so much like there's so much intention and uh, it's just a really beautiful course and there's so much work into it, you know, 250 pages um, of workbook pages and like 10 hours of video, more than that. Um, and like all these beautiful affirmations tracks that I made specifically for artists. And I remember saying to my friends, what if no one sees it? Like, what if I make all this? No one sees it. And it was such an act of faith for me to like continue to make it and just believe that the right people are going to be attracted to it and that it'll make a big difference in their lives. And, um, yeah. And so this month I put it out there and people have been enrolling. So it's really exciting. And, um, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to share with you guys um, everything that's worked for me so far. So this was a little bit personal, probably my most personal um, podcast episode to date. And I'm really curious what you guys think about it. Um, I would love to hear. So you can DM me on Instagram, um, Jessica Libor Studio or the Visionary Artist Salon. I would love to hear what you think. I'd love to know what you are manifesting, what you think about it. Um, I'm not a manifestation coach. I'm just, uh, you know, it just has worked for me. Um, but I will say that in addition to all this, I have done a lot of therapy and, you know, a lot of other self-development kind of stuff that has kind of like cleared the way for me to do this more fun manifestation, realizing your dreams kind of work. Because if you're in survival mode or if you have like, unresolved trauma or grief, it's hard to focus on anything else. So if you do have those um, other things going on in your life that you can't move past, um, I do recommend like getting help for that first and then moving on to like creating this beautiful life, you know, because you do have to deal with like some of those deeper things. So yeah, tell me what you guys are manifesting and what your thoughts are about this episode. I'm really curious and I'm rooting for you. And um, again, if you would like to book a coaching session with me, I would be happy to 
do that with you. Um, you know, I don't have all the answers, but I certainly will try to empower you and help you in any possible way that I can. And just think of it as like a strategy session with a friend who really wants you to succeed. So um, if you want to do that, the link is in the show notes. And then also, so that's like if you want to do just like a random one-on-one, but I also offer coaching packages. And then also I offer the Luminary Artists Academy, which is a six-month course with several coaching sessions included and lots of pre-recorded content. Um, that's really the one that you should get if you want to take your art career to the next level and you're really like, you want this to be your year, you know, and you want to dedicate a lot of attention to it. So yeah, check it out. The link to that is also in the show notes. So thank you guys for listening to this super long episode about the law of attraction, law of assumption, um, all that stuff. It's been fun sharing this with you guys and I can't wait to hear your thoughts and um, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.